Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Get United podcast. Today I am going to discuss uh, common fat loss mistakes and common mistakes where people will go back to square one and why people go back to square one as well because there's this thing where we are all in, everything is all in and then we go back to square one. Two, three weeks we're back all in and then come the end of the two, three weeks we're back to square one. So. When it comes to fat loss, we're all aware of the principle of calories in versus calories out, or energy balance, the amount of energy you put in to the amount of energy you put out. Now, it doesn't matter if you're doing keto, if you're doing intimate fasting, if you're doing carnivore, paella, whatever diet you are doing, it does not matter for you to be on um for you to have fat loss you need to be in a calorie deficit and i'm not just saying be in a deficit for two days and then you're going to lose fat because one pound of fat equals 3500 calories now some people will lose three four pounds or face a week not all that will be fat and this is why over this is why fat loss is more over time rather than an instant result. Female fat loss, on the other hand, is very, very different to male fat loss um, in the fact that male tend to burn 20 to 33% extra calories to compare with a female. Now, this is nothing, there's nothing wrong with the female that she doesn't burn as much calories. It's just the way we are created unfortunately so if you took two people of the same weight same height and one being a male one being a female and gave them both the same exercise the male would lose uh, would burn more calories than the female so if, if he was to burn 100 calories so if the female was to burn 100 calories the male would burn between 120 to 133 calories um that little 33 percent extra but it does, does come to fat loss. And this is why um, I hate giving any of my uh, female clients any cardio. Or any clients, to be honest with you. Not just the females, it's uh, any clients. Because I would much prefer to see them hitting 10,000 steps a day. Meaning they've been active throughout the day rather than just the hour. If I give a client... Um, Twenty, a ten, ten kilometer run to do. She's got to do it. She does it first thing in the morning. There is a likely chance after that ten k, the clients would not want to do much else. Now, but she might have hit ten thousand steps in the ten k, or even a five k. Let's say a five k. But after that, there might not be that much progress after. So I would much rather see throughout the day. 10,000 steps and hit a strength workout rather than focusing on a cardio workout. Um, and we're all aware that the, the biggest results will come from your nutrition. The phrase, you can't outrun a bad diet or abs are made in the kitchen. And it's true. It is true. So we can stand and sit here and say, right, you need to work out seven days a week. You need to do this, that and the other. But if you're overeating your calories, you're going to gain weight. 
It's as simple as that. And it's the same with you could have someone who doesn't work out at all lose weight because they're burning more calories than what they're eating. And you could also have someone who works out seven days a week but gains weight because they're eating more calories than what they're burning. And this is a thing that we see now, especially on social media, is these knobhead celebrities um, that are coming out with uh, they, they already, they've been in the gym for years um, and they've been on a, a couple of love shows and all this and they've been on some reality TV and because they're already in shape, bear in mind they've been there for years getting these bodies, a lot of them, and a lot of it's Photoshop. Now they're selling these stupid products to influence the younger generation mainly or the more vulnerable generation um, or the m- most vulnerable public because people are desperate for these results that they see these celebrities with not realizing that the celebrities have probably put a lot of hours in the gym before going on it because they're so self-obsessed they're very very self-obsessed and they need to get this result of these bodies and it just it, it's a shame it really is a shame that the real message doesn't come out um and they will never they will never promote calorie deficit because they can't make money from it and these celebrities uh, and it's not just celebrities i'm i'm going a bit on on them but unfortunately they're the biggest influencers um these influencers uh are making as much money as they can whilst they're still relevant because you could, you look at people who were in the first couple of seasons of stuff, uh, these reality TV, not many of them are still relevant um, at all, to be honest with you. So be careful. Uh, and I feel a, a bit of a duty and a responsibility to try and help as many people as I can into understanding that you don't need supplements to lose weight. You don't need fat burners. You don't need any supplement to lose weight what you need to do is burn more calories than what you eat that's the principle obviously there is a lot more than just that um but i mean people just want to hear the sexy stuff don't they just eat more uh, eat less calories than what you burn um they don't want to hear about the get your sleep hit your protein target um working out hit your steps i mean it, it adds up and adds up and a lot of people don't want to hear about that they just want the results and I get it. For you to get long, sustainable fat loss results, you need to create a lifestyle that is sustainable for you and people around you as well. Doing it can't just. It's a strange one in the sense of if you have a goal of you want to lose weight, but your friend might want to gain weight. That might be a difficult conversation when they say just have one extra just have one extra you're like i don't want another one just have one and if you do have friends like that they're knobheads okay they should be going do you know what fair enough i'll stand back i'll just have yours because i'm trying to gain weight you're trying to lose weight um and it's the same with if someone will go listen i mean have have another cookie have another i mean it'll be one pint um and if you say no i mean you've got a reason to say no and you are you are allowed to say no as well. Don't feel um, obliged to just listen to your friend because of what they've said. Um, but saying that, you should be able to have 
a lifestyle um, to be able to go out, to be able to eat cookies, to be able to eat pizzas, to be able to eat cake. And this is why I'm so strong against the diet that cut every single thing out. Um, I had a, a post sent to me over the weekend. In, in the post, it said how to lose a stone in a week. Now, that sounds good. That sounds sexy. Fuck. Lose a stone in a week. I mean, everyone wants to do that. But the sacrifices and the unsustainability of this was ridiculous. So I'm going to read it out now. Um, so no alcoholic drinks, permitted drinks, black coffee, tea, lemon, uh, grapefruit without sugar, no milk, butter or fat, no eating between meals, um, eat what is, what is shown or go without, only diet for one week in three, two weeks off. So that already says that there's no sustainability behind this. No substituting food allowed. Um, and guaranteed to lose one stone in a week. No, no, it's not because every single person is different. Every single person is different. Some people will lose more, some people will lose less because of the structure of that diet is terrible. Um, it, it's awful. I think one, one dinner is something like a boiled egg. Um, there you go. One dinner is two hard boiled eggs, some salad, and a grapefruit. Now, that is not sustainable. That's not good. You're going to be hungry, you're going to be groggy, you're going to be aggy, you're not going to be enjoying yourself, you're not going to have any energy. And come the two weeks, come to the end of that week, you're going to fucking hate dieting. And this is what I really do stress about, is that a diet shouldn't be a torture. You shouldn't torture your body. It's not there to be tortured. It's there for you to find a balance where you can go, you know what, I can enjoy this, but I know that's my limit for today. I mean, I, I know I can have a little bit, but tomorrow morning I might need to do a little extra. Or I might need to sacrifice something on tomorrow morning. I mean, if you're if you're going all out today, then you know what? I'll miss breakfast tomorrow morning and come cut back some calories. Now saying that again, intermittent fasting is a great way to restrict your wind calorie windows. That's all it is. Is skipping breakfast and saving a few calories for lunch or dinner. That's all you're going to do. There was a study. There was a study that um, that that's not been cleared up properly in the autophagy, which is creating new um, damaged cells and repairing them. But we we're not too sure if that is from intermittent fasting or just being in a deficit. So, whoever's on that bandwagon, um, there's not enough evidence to support you, unfortunately. But, yeah, it, I mean, it's, once again, it sounds sexy. Skip breakfast, you're going to lose weight. Wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm skipping breakfast to restrict my calorie windows. That's all you're doing. And it's the same with um, sins. They're just keeping you at arm's length of making it sound very sexy. I mean... You can have half a sin today. You can have two sins. You can have four sins. Teach me how to lose weight. Stop me at, uh, holding me at arm's length and getting more and more money from me because you're not telling me exactly how to do it on my own. And it, it, if you go to my Instagram page, 
you will probably see 90% of the things you need to lose weight, even more. It, but it's about the accountability. It's about, about them days where you wake up in the morning and you go, I can't be fucking arsed today. I cannot be arsed one bit today. I don't want to do it. Don't want to work out. Don't want to get out of bed. I just want to sit at home and watch Netflix all day. Eat a load of biscuits, cookies, crisps. I've been there. I know how you feel. But when you've got someone there as a coach to go, come on, let's go. It gives you that little thing. When you know what? Yeah, fair enough. Even if you go and do your workout, get half stepped in. Watch a couple episodes of Netflix. Get the other half of the steps in. At least then you've broke your day down. And then you feel better. Um, because there's this thing where sugar is getting a bad rap. And once again, uh, a load of bollocks. People say that sugar is the reason you gain weight. No, it's not. It's the fact that you've overeaten your calories over a, a period of time. And that is exactly why, exactly what we need to be educating people is that you can eat a takeaway and you'll be okay tomorrow morning. You won't be fat tomorrow morning. You won't gain 20 stone by tomorrow morning by eating a takeaway. You can eat a healthy, I hate the label healthy, um, but you can eat a um, nutritious meal. It doesn't mean you're going to wake up tomorrow morning with a sick pack. It does not. It just means that you're giving your body some nutrients that it needs. Same as if you have a takeaway, you're giving a body that, I wouldn't say craving, but you're giving it a meal that is not high in nutrition, not beneficial. But yet again, do you know what? Sometimes it's okay to go, yeah, I, I want a takeaway. Um, and the sooner we can normalize that, the better. Um, but saying that, with the obesity level of the UK at the moment, um, cost in the NHS, I think the predictions are something like, by I think 2030, it'll cost the NHS 10 billion a year through obesity. Now, that is a pandemic. That alone is a pandemic. If you think there was a, a pandemic been on for the last year, which of course, it's been horrendous for all of us, but this a pandemic with obesity and the fight against obesity is going to be much tougher and much bigger because people have developed habits, developed um, their lifestyle for years, and this is the way it's been. So back in the 90s, if you wanted to uh, fish and chips on a Friday night, you would go to the chippy if it means driving or walking, you would have to leave the house to go to the gym. Now, we don't have to do that. We can literally click. And you don't, you don't even have to leave the sofa to have a chip, you know. That is a decrease in our steps, decrease in our activity, decrease in everything. Same with likes of um, deliveries of diamonds and eBay stuff. You can buy whatever you want now. You don't have to go shopping. You don't have to. You just deliver everything. They have seen a market and they have absolutely nailed it because we are a lazy generation. Everything's social media based, everything's phone based, everything's the blue light technology, everything like now. I'm sat here looking at a camera and looking at a laptop and my phone, doing every technology's everywhere around us. So 
if I needed to order something, if I need to order lunch, for example, now I could order a lunch on my phone and it would be here by the time I finish recording this. And it's quite sad that we are becoming this generation. And I think we need to be aware that we need to, the seriousness that it might cause and it will be causing for the next generation. Um, may that be in the next five years or ten years, but we need to dial it back a little bit. We need to think, you know what, we need, I mean, we need to understand the health risks. And this is not me having a bash at people who are obese. This is not me being fatphobic or fat shaming at all. This is me saying that there's a pandemic on the way towards obesity because it is. The ed- the education side of it, there's not enough of it. There's people out there who are trying to win for financial gain. They're trying to manipulate vulnerable people who are desperate for a quick quid whilst they're still relevant. And you, you can see them, you go on social media, you'll see them. They stood there in their little... If they're, bloke, if they're men, they're usually there with their tops off and their six-pack that's been really airbrushed well um, in short short holding a tub of something that they've been asked to put in a promotion and same with the, the female side of things they're not wearing much clothes and they are catching the eye of the, the people their market if that makes sense to you they're catching the eye of people who want to look like them who want to feel like them I mean They've, they've, they've probably just stood there for a couple of minutes, took a couple of photos. Then, I mean, it doesn't mean they're happy. It doesn't mean they're happy with their body. They, they've had to sacrifice something to get there. Um, and that's, that's when it comes down to breaking down your habits. So it doesn't, and this is going back to the start of the all, of, all or nothing. Stop trying to do all or nothing. Stop trying to go two feet in. Um, in football, you'd get a red card for going with two feet off the ground, and it should be the same when you do your nutrition. Jumping in two feet, never a good idea, because it's not sustainable. If it was sustainable, you'd have done it earlier. You wouldn't have to do this. Start off by drinking more water. Start off by exercising once a week, or if, you, if you're a busy person, look for a quarter of an hour three times a week. Because even if a quarter of an hour, four times a week, that's an hour extra a week than what you were doing last week. Drink more water. Look for one litre more a day than what you were last week. So, litre a day, it's a litre more than what you were drinking last week. Cook, cook more food. If you're having six takeaways, cut it down to three and cook the other three. Um, I mean, it's small steps and going on to steps. Try and hit three thousand. If you if you're a very um, inactive person who doesn't have much steps, look for three thousand steps. If you don't do three thousand. If you can do three thousand, go for four thousand. Don't do four. Go to five. If if you do four, go to five. And it's about them small steps. Instead of going right, I'm going to hit ten thousand steps. Then I'm going to do two hundred press ups a day. I'm going to do this. That you're not. You might probably do it for a couple of days, but it won't last. I'd rather see you do one press up a day for three hundred sixty five days. Because that means you're consistent. I'd rather see you do one sit-up every day 
than try to be try than try to do two in a sit up today. Because I know you'll be more consistent by doing one sit up a day. Because when you're down there, you'll probably do two, three, probably ten. And this is where we need to be consistent and stop doing the all or nothing. Cut the goals down. Because what happens is you put too much pressure on yourself, too much stuff on yourself, and you don't hit the goals and you get disheartened and then you piss yourself off. It's as simple as that. And we need to dial it back and go, what is sustainable for my life? What can I change in my life? And why do I want to change it? If you are happy with where you are, well, I mean, I've got nothing but just maintain it, keep at it, and understand that you can enjoy your life as well as being in good shape. You can enjoy your life as well as having to cut a few things back. Dieting doesn't have to be torture. It doesn't have to be a thing where only people who go to the gym do. Only people that diet can lose weight. No, it's not. Theoretically, you can lose weight by eating a McDonald's every day. Now, this is not me saying go and eat McDonald's every day because the nutrition side of things won't benefit you. But that's the reality. You could lose weight by having McDonald's every day of the year. And I'm not saying that will be good for your body, for your nutrition side of things. You mean your body will be screaming for nutrients. But hypothetically talking, that could be doing. That is something that can happen. And that is something that does happen. So have a think about ways that you could benefit yourself. Do something today that you uh, yourself tomorrow will thank yourself for something like that. A quote goes anyway, but um, just change small things. Change small things. Don't go all in stupidly. I'm going to work out six days a week. I'm going to work out twice a week and just hit that two, two times every week. You know what? I've made an extra day I can go here. I really enjoy going to the gym there. Then, then start going a little bit further. Then start pushing a little bit further. Um, because when you start creating a habit routine, you can easily add on. You can easily do an extra day. Then write stuff down. Write your goals down. Where you want to be. If you want to lose 10 stone, how are you going to lose 10 stone? Right, so I know I need to be... And for me to lose one pound, I need to be in 3,500 calorie deficit. Right, so break it down. Right, this week, I am going to focus on one pound. That's all. Your goal is still going to be 10 stone. But leave that down the bottom of the page and break it down. What do I need to do to lose one pound? Right, I need to drink more water. I need to eat better. I need to exercise. I need to work. Uh, I need to do my steps. I need to look at uh, uh, my street sleep. I get seven to nine hours sleep. I need to look at my stress. I need to manage my stress a lot better. Repeat. Lose the pound. Repeat. Lose the pound. Repeat. Don't focus on 10 stone and lose two pounds. Go, oh, I can't do it anymore. That's it. Towel's in. Done. Can't be asked now. I've only lost two pounds in two weeks. Or when you lose two pounds in two weeks, so you lose one pound, then lose the other. Just because you maintained the third week, don't throw the towel in. Keep going. And if the scales stay the same, keep measurements. Keep uh, photos, weekly photos. 
keep their measurements because scales will fluctuate, weights will fluctuate. If you've got measurements, that is the biggest one. Set yourself goal targets of clothes. If a pair of jeans have not fit in a few years because you've put a few pounds on, you want to wear them jeans again. They were a nice pair from wherever shop it was. Set goals for yourself and hit them. Don't put yourself down before. I mean, stop putting yourself down for not hitting the goal straight away, not having that instant result. Results take time. Take time, consistency, and a, a lot of grit. You, you can have times where you're going to not hit your target one week. Understand, yeah, do you know what? Christmas has just been. I've given four pounds, no problem. I know now I need to do better next week. I need to get back on track and do better next week. But do you know what? I enjoyed Christmas. You know what? I enjoyed Easter. You know what I mean? It's it's these sort of things that people don't think about. It's always I've got to hit my goal. Got to hit my goal. Got to hit my goal. I don't remember the calories I ate at Christmas, but I remember the fun that I had. I don't remember the calories that I ate in Easter, but I remember the fun that I had. I mean, sometimes you've got to enjoy your life as well. And this is why I'm saying about having a balance or sustainability in all of it, because if it's not sustainable, you're not going to be able to do it. If you say, I'm cutting out pasta, I'm cutting out carbs, I'm cutting out everything, I'm cutting out sweets, I'm cutting out everything, I can guarantee you, you will go a maximum of four weeks before craving. You will cave in 100%. And if anyone out here has actually done it and gone longer than four weeks, then well done, you. You're stronger than you've got stronger willpower than me. But I can guarantee you, if you can't see yourself doing it in five years' time, it's not the right thing for you. If you think that you need to cut out certain foods, lose weight, you don't. Might need to improve your ways of eating, improve your methods, but you don't need to cut anything out. Um. Then a lot of people will say about beer. Um, you can still lose weight drinking beer. So if it fits your macros and it fits your calories, and of course you can. But if you fit, if you eat your calories worth by Saturday, then have two bottles of wine and this, that, and the other, then of course you're going to go over. Of course you're not going to lose weight. But that's down for you to be responsible and you to turn around and go, you know what? I fucked up. Don't worry about it. I'm going to do better. Responsibility is massive in this. And you've got to be honest with your coach, and your coach will be honest with you. And I feel like with my clients, I'm very honest. If there's no results, or if they, if there's anything that I feel like some there's not on, there's not as much honesty as you expect sometimes, maybe, there'll be a conversation saying, what happened this week? Is everything okay? Anything I can help you with? What is anything you're struggling with? Because you're giving them an opportunity then to go, you know what, fucked it off this weekend. You know what, listen, I've had a really good weekend and I'm really sorry, but yeah, I fucked up. And then it's just an honest conversation where you just go, oh, fair enough. Right, come on, let's, let's do it this weekend. Um, and that's what, what, what I'm saying about uh, sustainability. Um, sustainability, consistency, and just having good 
time doing it. You don't need to punish your body. I mean, your body's been through enough over the last five, six years to potentially be where you are right now. To punish it any further, there's no need. There's no need at all. So when when you're thinking now, right, okay then, so I've listened to the podcast. I'm ready to lose my... I'm ready to lose 10 kilos. My first thing I would say to you, write it down. Write 10 kilos down. On a piece of paper, bottom of an A4 paper, 10 kilos. Work backwards. How do I lose one kilo? Right, so one kilo. Write it down. What's, what's sustainable for your life? You might be a busy mother who has a couple of children and don't, can't find too much time to exercise because you've got Dave, who goes to school at quarter to nine. Then you've got Jake, who goes to school at nine o'clock. So you know you need to get up early to get them changed, get them breakfast. You need to be then in school, or you need to go to your work then by half nine. You work till half five, you pick them up from after school club or whatever. It's seven o'clock before you get home and all this. So... What is sustainable for your life that you can go, you know what, that's what I can change. You know what, I won't have fizzy drinks for lunch. I'll change that. I'll make my own smoothies because the ones that I'm buying are full of calories and they're doing, they're not that nutritious. I'm going to start doing pack lunch instead of having a Subway or a takeaway for lunch. These are little changes that will see huge benefits. And see, I'm not telling you to go and work out for three hours a day. I'm just saying stuff that would benefit you as a a busy person you might work in hospitality and do 12 hour shifts you might be working 7 in the morning or 8 in the morning until 8 at night and the last thing you want to do is work out but you might not have any other responsibility I would suggest why don't you do it before work Get up a little bit earlier, do it before work. You can still go to bed by half nine and get your eight hours sleep. But go go to bed a little bit earlier and get up a little bit earlier and do your little workout. Get breakfast and set yourself up for the day. Take lunch in with you. Do this doing a little bit. You might you might take the bus. That takes ten minutes. Listen, if you walk up your forty five minutes but you can get all your steps in. Um, and once again, it's about sustainability and about doing, I'm not saying doing it every day. I'm doing. I'm say, saying doing it most days. Most days than not. If you can do it most days than not, you will eventually see results. Um, and it's just one of them things where people think that if you, if you're cutting out all these foods for a week, you lose weight in a deficit of course you will and it's the same with if you have if you're if you've not lost weight in the first week then your diet's wrong you're you're broken you can't be fixed sort of thing it's not it, it takes time it takes time so if you're listening to this now and want to lose weight and your goal is fat loss it takes time it will not be a, an instant result First couple of weeks, it might 
got to feel a bit more than usual because you're more active than what you might have been over the last few years and your body's adapting. But it will take time for you to get to your goal, so don't uh, be too harsh on yourself and don't give in too early. Um, and if there's anything you need in help or anything like that, please do shoot me a message um, over on my Instagram or Facebook um, and I can help out with whatever you need. Um, but yeah, that's uh, episode four today. Um, if you're listening on Apple, um, please do uh, fill the five-star review and leave a little comment. It just helps with the visibility. Once again, thank you very much. Um, this w- episode will not be on YouTube. It will just be on the podcasts, um, unfortunately. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, it's been great. And I will see you again next week.